Welcome to Ask Uni, the show where we deep dive into the wonderful world of K-pop. I met a K-pop stan in training, and I'm here with my BFF Iman, a true K-pop stan. Yep, that's right. And every week I assign homework to my stan in training. We cover everything for the best bands, TV shows, drama, and beyond. Follow along every week at askunmi.com, where we'll include everything we discuss available in the K-hole. That'll include videos, photos, and everything in between. So check it out and be sure you follow along. So this week we're kicking off with the intro to K-pop with Iman's favorite bands and I'm a good student. So I did my homework and I'm ready to go. Let's do it. That's right. Today we're going to go through some of my favorite hottest bands, some of the best ones out right now. And of course, some of our honorable mentions. I think there's a total of 25 songs I gave to Mets to study. So let's get into it. Yes, and just a small disclaimer. The opinions expressed, it's just ours and ours alone. We're here to admire, to analyze, and to learn. So it's all love. It's a safe space. I just wanted to put that out there before we get into it. Exactly. Totally safe space. We're not here to poke fun at anyone. We're just having a good time. So yes, we're going to get into it. So we're going to go walk down memory lane right now. And we're going to start off with Super Junior's Sorry Sorry, a.k.a. the track that started it all for me, that kicked off my entire K-pop journey. What did you think about it, Mets? Hit me with the facts. Okay, so Super Junior, Sorry Sorry, like 2008, I think. No, no, it was 2009. I had no history on this one. Um, I listened to it. I'm thinking, is it just me or is this pure Rihanna, Disturbia? Pure Rihanna. Like, am I am I crazy? It is, guys. Go listen right now. I'm getting this Disturbia vibes. It came out one year later. I'm, I just like, obviously, as a music lover, I have a lot of like, when I'm watching this stuff, I'm I'm kind of like getting any idea of like, where did I hear it? Like, what are the musical influences? Yeah. I love doing that anyway for any music and like figuring out the sample. So I was like, this reminds me of Disturbia, but it's like super catchy. It's like, how many people are actually singing this song? I think there's, like 50? I think there's about 13, 12 <laughs> or 13 of them. That's the thing with these bands. I honestly tend to lose track of the number. But what I do love about this is you, the fact that you sang Disturbia, I would have never, ever have guessed or put the two in two together, which I think is kind of crazy. And I think that's what I love about this show is like we're really going to be able to see, I think, where I come from and sort of like a way more open vision and version of what you hear and listen to. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. But yeah, I think there was about 12 of them. I, I liked what they were they were serving. I loved how there was actually like kind of like a bigger guy in the in the lineup. Yes, like Shindong. I thought they had strict rules. So, and he's just showing I mean I'm love I was here for it. That's the thing. So from what I garnered about Shindong. So Shindong is actually lead dancer. He's one of the lead dancers of the group. And he was actually brought on to SM because of his really cool moves. And I think what they wanted to do initially is to sort of start this new mold or like, I guess, yeah, he, they wanted to start this new trend where they wanted to have relatively bigger people. But sadly, no one picked up on the trend. So he's like our only slightly curvy, our only curvy Pop star, to be fair, K-pop star. Maybe they'll get into it in 2020 because you're seeing a lot more diverse sizes and dance, which I love. So I really, you know what, overall, this song, I was feeling it. I thought it was catchy. I kind of, I like the, the choreography. They seemed a little bit more mature. 
I will be like, yeah, you know what? I'm down with it. I love that it was very like, it was like kind of super, everybody was auto-tuned within an inch of their lives. And of course I loved, to me it was like the close-up frames of them in that tunnel and like the kind of gelled hair. I think it's for me, it's the, the outfits and like the looks everyone had and like the very close-up, almost fisheye kind of camera like face-to-camera angles, it was quite interesting. I was like, yeah, I'm about... It just, I literally was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm here to drink the Kool-Aid. I think if it was 2009 and I saw that, I saw like 13 like handsome guys that are all dressed up, looking fresh, dancing, I'd be like, okay, I'm buying into it. I also do have to say that I really enjoyed the homework and I loved watching the videos. And I think for me, especially with this genre, it's going to be all about the videos because I can't understand what they're saying, except like when they say the English word here and there, but you really get a sense of what the song is about and the emotion when you watch the video. And I think they do an excellent job with their videos that they call MVs. I learned that today too. Why can't they just call it a video? It's an MV, guys. Actually, here's a tip. When you're looking for songs, especially from our bands and our solo artists, it's usually easier to type in, for example, for this one, Super Junior, Sorry, Sorry, MV, because they do have multiple versions of songs sometimes when it comes out. You've got acoustics, you've got lives, you've got debuts, you've got all kinds of things. So just in general, when you guys are looking stuff up, especially in English, it's good to have the song title, the band if you can, and MV, and it'll give you the right video right when you want it that's really good that's really general good. tip because that is a great tip. With nonsense otherwise <laughs> like what is this well the second mv on the list was by 2 p.m again and again called again and again which is also from 2009 yeah and you know what i was kind of feeling this one it was a little like oh a little hip-hop yeah a little like you know that you know that sound effect i should just put it now I use that. It's just like, you know, the old school, like hip hop, African bada. Yeah. They were giving me that. And I was like, okay, give me a little R&B. Like the fashion. The fashion? was very like. Wow. Definitely custom, custom made, like B-boy from the future, hipster, raver. And it was the hair again. I don't know what's with these hairstyles with the little etches on the side and everything. So much gel and hairspray. My dear Jesus. I think with 2PM, again, with Super Junior, they're from SM, which is one of the big three labels. This is 2PM. This is from JYP. And you'll start to notice there's certain sounds that come out of certain record labels. What was amazing with this is exactly to your point. It's a bit more hip hoppy, had an R&B edge to it. You had Jay Park who is the lead singer or the leader actually of 2PM at the time. So he's out of Seattle. So they definitely have that sort of American edge to their music and their sound. You know I, I could, I could totally sense that because they were giving me like B2K. Yes. Do you guys remember B2K. B2K? One of like the best R&B boy bands of the naughties. Um, they were giving me like B2K. There's another song that was giving me even more B2K. We'll get to that later. But this one was giving me a lot of, they had the rap yeah. right down. So like, that was like, okay, I can feel that Western influence massively. Oh. And also I had to shout out the freaking Cirque du Soleil dance break <laughs> at the end of the video, which was completely not necessary, but so necessary. Uh, so necessary. So yeah, the 2 p.m. is like, they're essentially when the icons of 
boy band um, second generation, Super Junior 2PM, these guys are the second generation boy bands. We'll get into that on another day when I start breaking down generations, not to confuse you, Matt. So there's 2PM, <laughs> there's also their counterparts to AM, but I wasn't really into the 2AM guys. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I can't, but like we will. Yeah. How about yeah, that? We we'll get into two. <laughs> so the next song, number, number three, eight. was actually a girl. It was a girl, girl band. band. Yes. It was a girl band, girl generation <laughs> called G, which is so funny because you know in the UK you go, y'all write my G. <laughs> this is a different kind of G. So girls generation, like um, I'm just gonna put it out there right now. The reason I fell into K-pop was because of all the boys in the boy bands. But Girls' Generation, obviously, they're icons. They're the nation's girl band. G was the, you know, their debut, basically. And I don't even know. I think South Korea essentially imploded when this song dropped. They are so good. They are, like, the most beloved. There's nine of them, and they're all gorgeous girls. I think there's only eight of them now that are active. There's nine of them. They're beloved by so many and this is quintessential k-pop at its finest it's like chirpy birds so like chirpy. like bright sunshine it's kind of like you know you walk into like this fantasy land where everything is perfect and fun yeah. and happy and like the sound to me was like that to me if someone said this is k-pop like that would be what i thought it would yeah. sound like it's very, it's very that. It's very sweet. It's very like if I show my five year old niece this, I think she, she, her brain will implode. She'll go crazy. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, there's yeah. How can you not love it as a girl? So innocent. How could too, you not? It's so like they just yeah. look like a bunch of best friends. You know what I mean? Just hanging out and they. I guess they start off as mannequins. She's like, listen, boys. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like that opening. Listen, boys. Okay, okay. A little, a little sass, and then it goes into like pure bubble yeah, gum which is great and another thing the lead actor in that is actually Mino who is in another band that we have on this list which is shiny but we'll get into that later but yeah a lot of uh, this is another SM group so their girls generation is a sister girl band to super junior so they're in the same label but yeah so they'll you'll see a lot of these bandmates sort of crossing into each other's music videos especially when they're trainees so we had some of the guys from Shiny participating in the Girls' Generation videos just so they can get practice. So really, was he like the heartthrob? So he was the heartthrob. Yeah. So, so one of the members in Shiny is actually the heartthrob in Girls' Generation. So it's little things like that that, as a well, K-pop fan, yeah. I kind of enjoy connecting the dots and on little little fun bits like that. So song number four in the homework: Big Bang Love Song. Yeah, so these guys are absolute legends. And this is not necessarily one of their, I guess, biggest hits or any of the songs that put them on the map. This specifically was the song that got me into Big Bang. I don't know what it was. Actually, I just remember clearly being on my couch and watching it in Toronto and being like, who are these boys? And why is a car falling out of the sky? And they're all in black and white in these suits. Like, what? It was very, to me, it was a mature lens. It was, again, I'm going to hark back to like my own, no, like my knowledge of boy bands. And it was very like, you know how you have like the the younger boy bands and they have like a take that where they're singing a little bit more mature music and they come back a little more adult. They were giving me like when take that came back, that vibe. And they were there like slow motion, like just looking like so like, 
pained and like so much emotion like in their heart and there's like not that many of them there's like what there's like four or five so it was a little, it was easier to like connect with all the members because there were less of them and then they were there like I love they were doing this like choreography like the slowest it's like slow song okay you don't even need to dance the song but they're like no we're gonna have choreography obviously like shout out to k-pop they never skimp on the choreo that's like why i'm i'm really that's one of my favorite things about it and they're there doing some cool like ballet tai chi business like the coolest moves ever it was really good exactly i think that's what it was with this with this song it's i rediscovered the band like with them being more mature i almost fell for them even more because i think one of the first songs i heard for them from them was called haru haru which is one of their biggest hits which i actually was going to put on the list and i was debating back and forth but i did want to give a bit of a variety because big bang has been around for pretty much a decade now um but i wanted to you know to show you what i loved like why i fell in love with them so hard so i think this track definitely does that and it really highlighted each like each person's talent within the band. You've got our hardcore vocalists, you've got our rappers, like top and all of them. So it was just really good. I just loved the video. I just loved the entire thing. And it wasn't over the top. It was so simple, but so beautiful nonetheless. So I, I agree. I was into it. And again, the end with the car from the sky, so much money that they didn't need to put in the video. But like, I, I like when people do things that they don't need to do, but they do anyway to like elevate the whole craft and the storytelling and the drama. I really like these guys. These ones, they touched a part of my heart. Exactly. And going from our opas, as they're called, so our older men in our lives to shiny, the younger boys, the sweet, sweet, shiny, replay their debut song, a total freaking classic. This was everything. This is the only <laughs> song I played like three times. I knew it too. I'm like, gosh, what is this? I was bopping. I was dancing. I'm like, this is everything I always want in a boy band. This is like quintessential my type of vibe. Like it's such a sweet R&B song. These guys got like they've got soul. Like I don't know where how, but there's a connection there. Like they really get that genre. You know what I mean? Not everyone can pull it off. Again, another SM another SM band. What was amazing? This was yeah, it, I think this is one of the first ever debut tracks that I've actually replayed so many times. Like it's literally, I replayed replay so many times. It was a bit nuts. Haha. Um, I think what kind of, it's also a bit bittersweet because what made replay obviously amazing was having Jung Hyun, the lead singer. Um, he carried vocally this track. May he rest in peace, dear, dear Jung Hyun. He was the leader. He unfortunately passed in 2017. That's really heartbreaking. I think it was quite heartbreaking in 2017. But yeah, it was Jung Hyun's voice that he carried that track as well. And then what I loved about it is like you've got Taemin in there. He looks so young. They all, Taemin, I think, is like 15, 14, maybe younger. Like he was a fresh newborn baby, I feel. I mean, I don't know a lot yet. But I know that Taman is hot, hot fire, period. 
<laughs> I entertainment's entertainment's number one. But yeah, I lo- I love what I loved about the video how it's like I always you can always tell when it's a new band debuting because of their hair and their makeup because usually they're all fresh faced and it's like their original hair color. You know what I mean? They haven't been dyed into cotton candy colored yet and all that stuff. So that's when you can normally tell it's like a fresh band. Back then, now kids coming out like they all look way more polished and put together but i have to say this song i would say it would be a pop r&b classic in any language so go check it out it's it's so it's such a sweet song love it this is my favorite and then we go into to anyone to anyone i get i get it now i so didn't get the name because it's literally the number two and like it i'm like this makes more sense now thank you you're welcome. So to anyone, they are YG, like sister band to Big Bang at a YG label. Come Back Home was epic when it came out. I think it has like 93 million views or something like that. It's I don't know. Why. For and if, guys, you have to notice, like you have to know this, like 93 million views for a song that came out six or seven years ago is an insane number like i know bands right now are getting like 500 million but that's because youtube has penetrated every you know living soul on planet earth and is mobile accessed seven years ago that was not a thing so the fact that they've got 93 million i don't even i can't even those are that's huge so yeah biggest one of the biggest girl bands one of the biggest girl bands pretty much ever then they were one of the biggest girl bands to actually go global so I think more so than Girls' Generation, these guys were a huge hit in the States and in North America and Europe. Huge amount of international fans. They had edge. They were like the big bad sisters you kind of wanted in your yeah, life. That's what I was there was getting, no bubblegum like, in, in sight here. They look like, well, first of all, I wasn't even sure because the video, the concept is, it's really cool. And there's a lot of different characters, but there's a lot of different stylized characters. So at first, I wasn't really sure who's actually in the band, who might just be an actor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was a lot <laughs> Couldn't of fun. And then the vibe, I was thinking it has that like reggae, like electro vibe, very like major laser that was of the of the time. Of the time, yeah, like, Euro pop you know, like, sort of Euro pop club, like banger that like has like a massive breakdown and then like randomly a string guitar accompaniment um, spoken word rap, which they just (laughs) threw in there, which I thought that was an interesting move, but it works. It works. And it especially works with the video. Yeah. It works with the video. And my favorite, like to be fair, like to anyone, like I knew of them, but they're not someone I like, they're not a band that I have on heavy rotation. Like they were never, I was obviously more of a big band, big bang fan. But I do love CL. I think she's probably the most underrated of the pop princesses that came out of YG. Um, so I personally, again, I please do not hate me. But I'm so happy she left YG and can spread her wings now because I love the music that she's putting out now as an adult and as a free bird. But again, that's for another episode. But yeah, I think CL, she was great because she was like one of the main lyricists. She always had this really clear vision of what she wanted to do. I think she was like, learning four or five languages at the same time. Her and another band member named Sandra. That's also Park Bum. Like these girls are really cool. I think that's what it is. Like they're in essence really cool groups. So I love them stylistically. 
I sort of loved the way they acted and carried themselves because it kind of did things their own way, which I think was very refreshing at the time for girl groups to do. Come Back Home, I think, was a nice, well-rounded track from them. Yeah, they seem pretty badass. So from a pretty badass, mature girl group to song number seven, which was Twice, Likey, which to me is, that is the song that you will just sing for the rest of your life, basically. That song, Twice, Likey, is so addictive. Guys, you don't understand, even if you hate pop music, like even if you find pop music the most revolting thing on planet Earth, this song will be stuck in your head. It's such an earworm. It's so catchy. You can't help but smile and even do the dance moves. Like I, I'm literally doing dance moves right now. So catchy. I love Twice. Again, they've just got some bangers coming out of JYP. So Twice was interesting with them. Nine member band. They were actually formulated out of a TV show. So it was like a competition show called 16. And from 16, they were going to find a new debut, a new group. Um, with nine members and that's how twice came to be this song i swear to god guys just makes me happy it just makes me happy they're skipping around i think it's vancouver it looks like it's vancouver it's a very cute video great styling whoever creative directed this concept needs like a gold medal academy award in how to do girl groups how to do pop how to do girl groups how how do you do it everyone it's like it's like best in class. And guys, this is before TikTok was a thing. Yeah, it's so it's so TikTok. And the girls really, they really sell it, I have to say. The girls sell it really well. What was really great about Twice as well, what I like about them is, I think out of the nine of them, I think three of them are Japanese. One of them is from Taiwan, either Taiwanese or Chinese. It's you, sorry to you, I wish you find out more. But yeah, I think this is like the beginnings of our multicultural or like, you know, multinationality K-pop bands. You start to see them start diversifying a bit more. Um, with Twice, they have a huge following in Japan as well. Um, but yeah, Likey, what can I say? I mean, I would have put it up higher on the list, but I felt like we needed to start with some OGs before we get into the youngins. And- so EXO, Monster. Monster, a jam. These guys constantly put out bops, but again, EXO out of SM Entertainment. Love these guys. I actually fell for these guys first because I saw them in more variety shows. So like Tenniel and those boys, they're just so good on TV. And I was like, okay, they seem like fun dudes. I wonder what the music is like. But Monster is a straight banger. The dance moves, the choreo in this. They, the video, they're giving me so much drama emotion they're wearing like chains like they're in like combat boots it's like riot gear and they're out there like like yeah like serious that's a commitment you know if they look like pretty legit in that sense and they're like angst is real and they're out there doing very like crumpy type of like aggressive like dance and so i really like I think like I really, I was really feeling that. I'm like, these guys, they've got like, they've got something, you know, they were selling it. I was buying it and I could feel, feel their emotion and their dancing and stuff. So I thought they had pretty good talent. Yeah. So I think this, it was this song and obviously there was a song before this growl. Those were huge tracks for them. Um, I think they started off as a 12 member band. There's only now nine of them because of a bit of internal kerfufflings. Um, but again, we'll leave that to the anatomy of a band and all that of the drama for later. 
But yeah, I think Monster really put them on the map again internationally. Obviously, guys, please do feel free to send in your comments what you think about that. I think, like, for me to find out about them in Toronto was because of Monster. Like, I'm sure they had bigger jams before this, but Monster, their choreography in this really did it for me. And that is a reminder, if you want to reach out to us, hit us up on our DMs on Instagram on askuni underscore podcast. That is how you can find us on Instagram. So the next song, I mean, everyone knows these guys. I had to put BTS on the list as an army. And to be fair, I can't even call myself a full-blown army because I, there's still so much I have to learn from these boys. Love them. I think this track, Save Me, is one of my favorites from them. They're in that beautiful field, dancing around in their Justin Bieber-esque outfits. And they're just singing their heart out. It was very that time that, you know, like the, where are you now? And like, I don't know, you're in Ireland, like dancing in the moors, like with their perfectly fashion stylized, rugged, but not too rugged. And I have to say they have mastered the boy band reach. You know, that reach when you reach out to the camera and then you bring it back in, you look at me, pull me in. I was like, wow, that's a masterclass in the boy band reach. They were reaching on the side. They're reaching the sky they're reaching every direction and i was like this is so good <laughs> they're also really good at the bringing hands arms in together looking up into sky and twirling and angst and anger and really good at that looking up and twirl that is boy band academy these are the moves okay that's what we want they just got to give the people what they want but the question is actually like there's so many bands that are in this genre and like super successful these guys have really broke into the mainstream with now English tracks. They're like on all the English award shows. They're on English radio and beyond, not even English radio, like international, everywhere in the world radio. Why them? I think it's a mix of luck and like just perfect timing. Like this is, a, you know, a group of boys who write their own music. They, it's very personal to them. I think their message was something people really wanted to hear. And it's always about being yourself and being kind to people. And who it's such an honest, I think the honesty that comes from them as a band is actually quite sweet. And I think that's sort of what's made them so popular because it's something, no matter what language you speak, you can understand this idea that you are who you are, be the best version of yourself, be kind you know what I mean? Love yourself. There's no one else but you. I think that's what, that's what people wanted to hear. And I think it doesn't matter how old you are. Even right now, these are such trying times just to listen to something so hopeful and the message being about you and how powerful you are and the good that you can do in the world. I think that's what makes BTS a pretty epic band, to be honest. And the fact that it's just them, there's no like puppeteering. It's just pure honesty. I think that's where the power comes from. I'm sold. <laughs> She's an army now, guys. Woof, converted another one. So the next song is Got Seven. Got Seven. Look, Got Seven. And you know what? There was so much homework. Obviously, I'm doing my best to be like a really good stand in training. But like, obviously, some of them I remembered most more than others. And some, you know, grip me. And I did like little notes, you know, because I'm a good student. And my notes here just wrote fashion, fashion, fashion. <laughs> It's amazing. God seven, these boys. Okay, so with God seven, 
I think I was watching this TV show called Weekly Idol, which is a pop reality show. And again, I saw these boys on there and that's kind of how I fell in love with them. So in GOT7, you've got Mark, who's Taiwanese and from LA. You've got Jackson Wang from Hong Kong. You've got JB, who's just, can I just say, I have the biggest crush on JB, leader of GOT7. He's so fine. It's actually ridiculous. I've never seen a boy cuter in a mullet in my life. Anyways, moving on. And then we've got... Uh, yeah, and then you've got Bam Bam, and you've got Jin Young. So what I love about these, Yugyum. Um, yeah, so I think they're just, you know, well-rounded boy band, solid, good looks, know how to sing. I think their personality sold it for me more than anything else. They're also out of JYP as well. Um, not that you know, I think they, they definitely are out of JYP. But yeah, what I loved about Look was exactly that. It was, it felt like I was watching a, like a fashion film music video with these like hot avatars, like they're like hot avatars. If you just take a still from any part of the video, it looks like an editorial piece. The people making this, they are just have the most beautiful aesthetic and sensibility. And I think if they were on a TV show, when you watch people on TV, you fall in love with them more. So I guess like, I don't have that layer yet of knowing who they are. All I can see is, well, they look really good and it's really top quality. Yeah, and I felt like, when I say that I felt hard for them, like I literally stalked them on every TV show they were on because they were heavy on the variety, especially Jackson Wang, because he's so like, like, yeah, I don't know. He's just got a really addictive personality. Like he's so hyper, so fun to watch. Like, and he's, and he speaks Korean really like incredibly well. Like the kids from like Hong Kong. Um, but yeah, he's super talented. Like he's huge now. Like he has his own record label like his own team, team yeah he's still on jyp but he's got his own team label he has his own you know fashion line as well like they're just really good and i think they're just again it's i love these bands that can be them the boys like girls that can be themselves and they're just having a good time like you can tell they're having a really good time and loving what they do and i think that's what sold me on got sevens because they really 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 love their stuff and they're just so fun to watch so we just wrapped 10 old school tracks that I loved. And now we're going to go into 10 new school tracks. I don't even know if I'm going to call this a song. I'll just call it like an extravaganza. Yeah. So now we're moving into our, I guess, our top hits because we've wrapped essentially our old school jams that we've liked. So I took you through the years. So now we've gone into NCT Resonance. <laughs> and I, I apologize to you, I think, for this because essentially it's all 23 members, even the new ones. They've got brand new ones that <laughs> debuted with this song. Sorry. It's essentially five songs in one, which is insane. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot like musically. Again, what I'm saying is some of these songs actually work for me better as it's not just one part of your senses it has, it's like a it's multiple so it's like everything that we're talking about i would say watch the video because you just get so much more out of it especially for this one because this is yeah maybe i wouldn't really call it a song it's like a production it's like a full on theatrical production it's like you know old fashioned and a lot of these videos they remind me of musicals because it's like it's not just about the song it's about the dancing and the choreography and the cast and the set and the movement and the story so that was like a full-on production it was just so much fun to watch i think that's 
what the reason one of the main reasons why I put this song on this list is I wanted to give you a taste of what NCT is because if I'm about you need essentially a physics degree to understand <laughs> the mechanics of NCT because there's so many bands within a band that it's a bit much but I loved that they had one music video had all the members showed the best of everyone's abilities stunning as per usual coming out of the family that is SM we would expect nothing less from them but yeah this was ridiculous. Even I, at one point, I lost track of who was who, but I still thought it was epic. It was epic, let's be honest. And everyone has such, like, the swag is on, it's on, it's top of the charts, right? Every Everyone, especially, you know, they do their diamond formation dance. I mean, who doesn't love a diamond or, like, triangle formation? Like, love it. We love it. And they're all in, super in sync. And then the guy who's at the front, he knows how to work it they work their face and the moves and like, oh my goodness. They were on fire. They were on fire. Period. Next up, we've got Enhyphen. Enhyphen. Still probably the most awkward band names, but we've got Enhyphen out of Big Hit, Fresh Out of the Oven, brand new boy band that came out of the epic, epic TV show, um, survival TV show that was actually aired on YouTube with their new track, Given and Taken. This is actually brother band, BTS. So basically there was like a million of them. And then they were the chosen winners, essentially to make up a new boy band to come out of Big Hit, aka BTS's label. But yeah, they're great. Love the song, super catchy. I thought I was really worried. Anybody that comes out of Big Hit that is like a junior to BTS, I'm a bit worried for and like a little bit scared for, although they're I'm sure they're completely fine. They have great songs, great music, great dance talent. Like these kids are obviously have been training since they were fetuses. So they're obviously amazing, amazing kids. Um, but yeah, I think they came out with a banger. So knowing that these guys are actually like brand new band, came off a TV show, and this is their first debut, it is really mature. That's what I thought. Because it looked to me like they had been doing this for like for years, like you said. Like they've been like doing this since they were fetuses. It was a super mature video as well. I just I really love watching the storytelling and everyone's part to play in it and then like how it all kind of ended. Obviously, I'm just guessing. Like, I guess that's the beauty of art. You can just like interpret it yourself. I just got like this really deep story from each of them. I felt like I saw beyond their, you know, surface. It was a little bit more emotional. You could feel like maybe they had a bit of pain, but like they came together to like conquer the pain. And now like they're a group and like they can move forward. That's what I got out of it. That's pretty spot on, I think. I think what's great about this and it's a true testament to um, you just have to keep trucking no matter what. So they were on Island, which was, you know, one of the most anticipated reality shows, like um, music shows to come out of Korea this time around. Uh and what was crazy with this, I'm like, this band obviously debuted during COVID, which can't be easy for anybody, especially since, you know, making your debut stage is such a big deal and being in contact with your fans is such a big deal. And like, I can't imagine training your whole life, wanting to perform on stage and not being able to in the more traditional sense. So I think they really came out with a banger in terms of a great music video to get people really excited. And I, honestly, I think under you know, big hit and be lift. There's, they're definitely going to do some amazing stuff. So I'm really looking forward to what they do next, to be honest. I think they're going to be quite, quite epic. And speaking now of debut bands, we've got Espa, 
um, out of SM, new girl band. They're also fresh out of the, you know, the girl group factory. But what's interesting with these guys is that they've got avatar counterparts. And this is what I love about SM, which I'm sure we'll get into later, but I'm just excited. Like SM, like, I don't know what's in their water in that agency, but like, hey, we're going to have a girl band and they're going to have like online versions of themselves. That is just pure genius. It's pure genius, especially in 2020. Yeah, we can't go out. We can't go anywhere. And these girls are working hard. So might as well have an avatar that can help them, you know, connect with their fans. It's so smart. And I was watching this video. These girls, they got a lot of sass and they got a lot of like attitude and that black mamba dance. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That is some choreography. Those girls, they have kneels of steel getting down there. That, do you know that move? They're like on the floor. They're like, boom, bam, on the floor. And then they just like massage the floor with their foot and just like, bam. It is pretty, it's like, it's pretty striking stuff. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's hard to know like why you really gravitate to a band or why you like one versus the other more or something. But just something about in the attitude, I really felt it with this song. I was like, these girls, they're not here to play games. They're here to make it happen and gave me a taste for more. Yeah. Everything about them, the choreo, the outfits, they get their debut stage you can tell this was planned to the teeniest and tiniest of details. Impeccable. These guys are like, they're PR machines. They know how to be interviewed, but they don't seem like robots, which to me, you know, is like incredibly hard to do. I just, I thought this was a banger, especially that move where they do that dip thing and the camera follows them as they swing. That was killer. And then going from a junior girl group, we've got obviously... The biggest girl group right now, the beloved Blackpink in your area. They're so famous because I've heard of them even, even as a stand in training. They were like working with Lady Gaga. They're, did they do Selena Gomez as well? And they have their own documentary on Netflix, which I'm sure is going to be homework soon. If not, I should have already done it. <laughs> doesn't get any bigger than that so yep the track lovesick girls again addictive banger as to be expected by blackpink i mean obviously i had to put them on the list i have a question actually and this is like a musical question because i've noticed in a lot of these songs they do have a certain style so you know there's some r&b style but there's more pop style or maybe more electro style but most, but I, I find that some songs have like a few different styles in one. They like to like kind of toss it up. And so like you might have a chorus is one style. Then you have like a breakdown. Then you'll have like the verse is another style. The bridge is another style. Rap is like, there's a lot going on in these songs. And I'm like, is it because they are so considered? Like these bands are not just like music for, it's music characters, like who's in it, casting, look, fashion, storytelling, they think of everything as one. Do you think that they actually put a lot of genres because technically the more you put on someone's plate, the more people are going to like it. Even if you like one more than the other, if you put it all together, you'll get more people. Do you think that might be like some of the strategy behind some of the, the musical decisions? Fully. 
I 100% think like the fact that you get a fruit basket of music, this is like, it's literally, you've got an orange, apple, banana, also freaking random, but makes a delicious fruit cup. That's what this is. It's something for everybody. And I think they did that on purpose. So even if you're someone that's purely into pop music by listening to a black pig track, you're essentially listening to a bit of electro, you get your little bit of rap music. It literally hits There's something for everyone. I think that's what makes this stuff quite addictive as well. And I think that's, part of the mystery about it it's like why does this work it technically shouldn't be working but it does and it works out incredibly well um so yeah i think that's sort of the magic in it really and then you can tell as well like you know there's certain labels that will lean heavily towards a genre but usually you'll get this mixed platter of musical goodies and then we've got the icon the mama we've got boa with better She's celebrating her 20-year debut this year, 20 on 2020. She is the equivalent of Madonna-ish, I guess. She is like the Britney, actually, she's more of the Britney Spears, of Britney Spears in her heyday. She is epic. I love Boa. I think she's the only person I have here, maybe, that's a solo. Only solo female. Only solo female. And watching, you know, it's the first time I've ever seen her. You can tell that she's like an old pro. I got that vibe fully she just she knows how to move she knows how to work with like her 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 dancers she knows how to hit those looks in those more editorial like you know those shots and singing i'm like she just that was like another master class on like this is how you're just a female pop star just like boom watch that and there's like running jokes with her like she essentially started when sm started so she's literally the I don't even know, I guess the queen mother of every <laughs> of every member and like everybody, like from training to member, everyone respects her. They they adore her. Lisa Man, who's the creator of SM, treats her like a daughter. So she's highly revered. Again, she's like the nation's, the nation's daughter, so to speak. Hail to the queen. So the next one we've got up is Six's Jungle. So this is a bit of a rogue one that I threw in here. Because I personally think it's a bit of an earworm. I, I honestly, I think I heard this by accident because I had Mnet or something playing in the background. And these guys came up and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm liking what I'm hearing. So what did you think about this one? So this one was a really big track, like epic, like epic song. There is a sample in there that basically all I could hear was Jay-Z's Brush Your Shoulder Off. I don't know if you could hear it, but it goes... Yes, yes, yes. Now I was wondering why it felt so from like why it was familiar. And I think that was it because it was at that kind of drop and then it did the thing that I was like, okay, I think that's when I got like I was kind of roped in. And maybe that's why. Because I was wondering, I'm like, why is this so familiar? And it's it's a it, to be honest, it is it is it is a tr- it's a banger. It's an epic one. It is. It's a huge. It's a huge track. But it's all I could. That's all I could hear. And then we've got seventeen home run. Love these boys. There's only thirteen of them, not seventeen of them. When I saw this video, it starts with three guys, right? And then I'm like, oh, cute, three. And then like the next scene, there's like. 100 guys come after i'm like how how many people are in this yeah there's a lot of them and i think what you'll also realize is when you start to really like a band that's when you'll start knowing people's names Um, i'm still only halfway there halfway there with 17 i know a few of them but 
to me, I'm a huge fan of their dance numbers. Their dance numbers are always in sync, always so crazy. So if you do get a chance, guys, watch their like performance videos. Those tend to be super fun because they're always in sync and they're, they're like epic performers. But yeah, I thought that was really catchy. 17, they always have such good songs that come out. Very catchy. They're so much fun as a collective. I agree. I think that it was very the theatrical side and I can imagine their performances are like really, really, really tight because they would be absolutely fine. You know, West End Broadway, like that video was also very that it had like some of the old timey vibe of like the old musical style. So you could I really get that theatrical side of it. And that's why I think it's quite fun because again, you can, even if you might not love that style of music, you're going to love that style of dance or you're going to love what they've done with it. And it's going to be entertaining, like no matter what. So I really thought they had just lots of theater, lots of fun. And yeah, I can imagine their performance are like sick. Yeah. The performance is sick. Again, these guys are under beat, like under BTS's label, big hit. We'll actually under play this, which was acquired by big hit. Again, we'll do a label talk later, but they clearly got some direction from their who base from their seniors because obviously BTS did a kind of 70s groove number and had that sort of vibe and I think so I thought I thought that was quite similar with this one when they had the kind of jazz time bop kind of tap dancey routine so I thought that was really sweet and I, I kind of like that um old school like proper old school is getting back into fashion again I think people rediscovering what bopping is and what jazz and tap and I'd love to see that show up in pop music right now I think it's quite interesting to see where the kids take it the next up, Mets, you can take it away from here. Your favorite, your beloved. Oh my God. This guy's, he's so good. He's so good. Taman is so good. He's my number one right now. Everything he does, I'm just mesmerized. He's just something about him, you know? He's just got it. He's got it. You know, he's so effortlessly just smooth and like he just looks amazing. Style is amazing, fashion. And then he just like, this moves and you're just like where where did this come from like what he's gifted this man is gifted and this is the first time i'd seen this video and the dancing is just amazing and you can see like his his influences from like the past and you can definitely see it when you watch it like all of the you know r&b all of that all of that style he's he's mastered it and he's created kind of a version of his own i think as well and I think that that's why it really works because it's like you can really see the influence and the love for it. But he's he also puts his own stamp on it. And the video is gorgeous. The set builds. Everything is just extra drama for no reason. And that's why I love it because like you just like pulls you into his world. And I think I'm just really starting to understand like what is his world. And it just it's a, it's a great world. I love it. So I could go on. Officially, officially a stand for Taman. <laughs> I think what's cool about him too is that he essentially just started as a dancer for Shiny, like his actual band. He was considered the lead dancer, but he's grown so much that now he's an incredible vocalist. He's incredibly beautiful. I don't think anyone expected him to be as handsome. You know, he literally grew into himself, and he's he's yeah, he's a visual now. He's like an all rounder essentially. So yeah, he's like diamond. Our boy Taman. And then from Taman, we move into Twice, their new track. The girls are a little bit older, but they're still darn catchy. I'm loving this disco-esque vibe they have with this track. little sprinkle of English in there. I just loved it. I, I Actually, I have, I'm not going to lie. I have this on my Spotify, my most liked list. 
No, it's very catchy. I mean, these girls, they're good at what they do. They make those tracks that you just want to hear. They just feel good tracks, just like super poppy, catchy. It's nice. And then from nice, we've got, oh my God, we've got Kai. We've got Kai. Wow. Okay. I wasn't ready. I Guys, go to, go to the K-hole. Look at this video. This guy, I wasn't ready. You know, I love the R&B vibe. So like I was sold in on that. But the moves, is, uh, it's a bit sensual. Sensuality. I mean, Kai has always been the visual of XO. He's so freaking pretty. Lead dancer, ex-ballet. Like he was picked up. He's a ballet dancer originally. He started the full ballet. So the grace, the gracefulness comes from ballet, obviously. But Kai, I mean, I love that it took half of XO serving in the military for him to get his own solo. I'm so glad he finally got the shot. We're here for you, Kai. Sing your heart out, babes. But yeah, this was, and also, I'm sorry, but out of all the solo tracks that came out of the XO boy band members, Kai's, they put a ton of money in this one. Like, the CG in this is cray. There's a lot of production, and I have to also shout out, because I'm, just, I'm sure this was filmed recently in 2020, the ninjas in white, the white ninjas with the masks. I don't know if that was for COVID, but it looked so cool. It you, you, could, you can't tell, actually, if it was because they needed to or because it just was a really great visual decision. I really just love the aesthetic of it, and they were all just excellent dancers. So that wraps up. 20 songs, 10 old school, 10 brand new. I obviously can't choose my favorites, but Mets, tell me, top three, hit me with it. Well, the top three, number one, definitely Shiny with Replay. That was, an ins- like, you know, you can just feel it. You hear the first, you know, 10 seconds and your heart is just a light. So that that's for sure, like, number one favorite. Then I would have to say Taman because he's amazing and I'm just such a huge fan. So I'm really gonna go with that and also kai with mm-hmm. you know the first instinct those were my top three but i know that we actually also have five honorable mentions we can quickly go through those and how come you chose these five as honorable mentions so i'll zip right through so we've got momoland boom boom because literally whenever it's on i dance like i can't stop myself we've got winner really 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 Again, so catchy. The production quality on this is stupid. It's again, it's addictive, catchy, amazing. We've got Psy, All Hail the Godfather of K-pop, New Face. New Face, the title alone, the fact that he has that hand dance move thing, the best. We've got Oh My Girls nonstop, classic girly pop. Like, I love these girls. They're also amazing variety shows. And then, of course, The Boys, No Air. This is their debut track. I became an instant fan. Their performances are unreal. If you haven't watched The Kingdom when they're on it, go watch it. it epic. Love it. So yeah, top five, I guess, additional honorable mentions. It was really great. I am actually had such a good time doing the homework this week. So thank you. I feel like way more well-versed. Um, I know this is just like lesson one, but I feel way more well-versed. So thank you for being a great teacher. Well done on your first lesson on Ask Uni, and I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And I hope you're ready for more. So next week's homework, we're going to start from the top, and that's going to be the labels. 
So we're going to be looking at different labels, who the top bands are in said label, a bit of the mechanics. But for full details, go check out askoni.com for more homework breakdown. But yeah, we're going to be talking about that next week. And it's going to be a good one. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment. You can also follow us on Instagram at askuni underscore podcast. That's A-S-K-U-N-N-I-E underscore podcast. And check out the K-Hole, which includes all of the content we discuss. You can find that on askuni.com. 